stop to listen You can hear their hearts beating Hello, everyone. You're listening to American Indian Airwaves. For Marcus Lopez, I'm your host, Larry Smith. Many winters, the name uh, refers to the many winters that we've survived. So we, we were going on 530 years of resistance and survival. So uh, we're still here, and, and uh, part of our gathering this year is involving the youth and getting them involved, more involved, and passing this work on, and so we can uh, survive uh, many more winters. Today on American Indian Airwaves, the 16th Many Winters Gathering of Elders, 530 years of spiritual survival in healing through traditional teachings. We'll speak with two of the main organizing committee members of this year's 16th Many Winters Gathering of Elders and hear from past California Indigenous Peoples' voices on their families' experience at this annual gathering taking place in San Pedro, California this year from October 6th to October 9th of 2022. All that and more here on American Indian Airwaves. You can hear when the moon shines bright, the lone through air in the black of the night, you can hear, you can hear the whisper in the valley. Mm-hmm. And you know, when come a cunny blows to the bar who drum, it's the warriors who are marching. In the first segment of today's program here on American Indian Airwaves, we go to Chawinga, also known as San Pedro, California, for this year's 16th Many Winters Gathering of Elders being held this October 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2022. In the first segment, we speak with two of the principal organizers for this year's Indigenous and Public Gathering being held in San Pedro, California at Angels Gate 3601 South South Gaffey Street in San Pedro, California. Our guest for the first segment of today's program is Stephanie Mushruck, the chair of the organizing committee, and George Funmaker, also a principal organizing committee member. I had the honor and pleasure to speak with both of them on the significance and importance and the history of the Menti Winners Gathering of Elders and why this year's gathering is so important. It is the first gathering since 2019 because of the COVID-19 pandemic, and a lot has transpired or happened over the past three years. This is Stephanie Saley and George Funmaker on the 16th Many Winters Gathering of Elders, 530 Years of Spiritual Survival, Healing Through Traditional Teachings, being held October 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2022 in the traditional territories of the Tongva Gabrielino peoples at the Angels Gate Cultural Center. Yeah, thank you so much, Larry, for having us. Um, so, Hanga Maheji, how are you all? Um, we're excited about our upcoming gathering. 
the theme this year is um, 530 Years of Spiritual Survival, and that's taken from a bow from the original 1992 theme, which was 500 Years of Spiritual Survival. So we've we've passed 30 years since the original first gathering, and uh, we're excited to host over 30 elders who are coming from all across Native country to share teachings and knowledge with the community. And so that's another part of our goal is to facilitate healing through traditional teaching. And um, it's going to be held at Angels Gate Cultural Center, which is in San Pedro. And we're just really blessed with the amount of response and acceptance of all of our invitations that we've sent out to local tribal elders as well as further out elders and so yeah we're just really excited the gathering is such a an important part of uh the community and i know the last time i had the honor and pleasure to uh interview louis robles and sarah sarah moreno and um and this was before the the COVID-19 pandemic, and maybe George, uh, you could speak to this as, um, you know, Louie was talking about, um, you know, what many winters uh, referred to, and and uh, he had mentioned, um, you know, Standing Rock and how that was um, kind of a, an inspiration, if you will, to help bring back or revitalize um, the many winters uh, gathering of elders. And I was wondering if you could speak to that, uh, just given your family's legacy to, uh, to this gathering. Yeah. Um, thank you, Larry. And, um, we, we are a new generation of organizers for, for the gathering and, um, uh, 2017 around the time of standing rock, you know, we were inspired and motivated by the, what was going on there and uh, a few of us organizers here in LA uh, started organizing different things and we thought it would good to revive the gathering because it was dormant for a number of years and we thought it was a perfect time to uh, bring the elders together and bring the um, the knowledge and wisdom keepers to share uh, with the youth because Standing Rock did kind of inspire a lot of people all, all over the country, native and non-native people, to kind of remember, you know, what is sacred, you know, the earth and, and protecting it. So um, that definitely inspired us. And um, many winters, the name uh, refers to the many winters that we've survived. So we, we were going on 530 years of resistance and survival. So uh we're still here, and, and uh, part of our gathering this year is involving the youth and getting them involved, more involved, and passing this work on, and so we can uh, survive uh, many more winters. And just highlighting the strength and, and the strength of our spiritual teachings and spiritual medicine that the elders have have uh, taken care of, and they've been so gracious in sharing that uh, with the community. So. That's part of the the name of the mini winters gathering of elders. 
as in the past and with this year's gathering, there are numerous indigenous peoples that are coming to speak and share their stories, their songs, their experiences. And there are many elders, hence the title of this year's gathering. And I was wondering for our listeners, uh, maybe Stephanie, you can tell them what they will experience who's coming who's participating because this year there's such a a, a large uh, contribution and participation from california indigenous peoples in particular but just from indigenous peoples of different nations so inform our listeners what they'll experience at this year's gathering yeah so we are hosting um the gathering on Thursday, October 6th through Sunday, October 9th. And we're going to have our, our programming at the Arbor uh, from about 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And so we're going to have an opening blessing by the Tongva people um, on our first day. We're also going to have students coming from um, the Samia School from El Sereno. They always come every year. And then we'll continue to have speakers throughout the day. Um, the speakers, uh, the elders will be sharing some traditional teachings and stories about their homelands. And so um, we have a number of elders coming from this area. Um, I can say we have, um, just to mention some of the representation, um, Tongva, as well as Oineño Band of Mission, Indians Ahachiman Nation, Rumson Ohlone, Chumash, Kumiai, so we have just a lot that's just, you know, really <laughs> the the tip of the iceberg. There's so many coming from near and far. And so so um, some of them are going to be sharing about struggles that they're experiencing on their homelands, fighting for the protection of water, for land, um, for stewardship, and um, really to preserve their culture, spirituality, and traditional life ways including their their foods and traditional medicines. And so it's a really special opportunity for people in the Native and um, non-Native community to come and listen to, to these elders. Um, it's our giveaway to the community, and we feed the people as well. So it's a re- really unique time. Um, we've all gone through so much over the last two and a half years, and so everyone's excited to come together and um and yeah just take in the medicine that that is traditional um from our elders and so there's also a number of ceremonies that will be going on throughout the whole weekend um that people can find out more about when they're there we'll also have a special screening and poetry reading um we're going to be screening saging the world on friday evening and we're going to have um readings by Georgiana Sanchez and Cindy Alvitri. And so it's there's a lot going on and we're just excited for everyone to come out and join our community um, and to start to move forward together as people um, kind of coming out of this uh, difficult last two and a half years. Oh, thank you. Uh, George, do, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, so... Um all of the activities and ceremonies that are going on uh, throughout the four days is open to the public and like Stephanie mentioned is free, you know, and we, we live in a time where a lot of our cultural 
teachings and ceremonies are being uh, commodified and exploited for profit. So we, we were taught by our elders that, you know, we don't charge for ceremony and people shouldn't pay to pray. Mm. So our gathering is unique is that, you know, we fundraise all year. We're a grassroots organization. And um, like Stephanie mentioned, this is our giveaway. So we, we uh, feed the people and nobody has to worry about paying anything. And uh, we create this platform for them to come and learn and sitting under the arbor, you know, that's our, traditional uh, classroom and pl- places to to learn and passing on this this uh this knowledge so uh it's unique in that and we're proud that to say that and to mention you know we don't charge for for any of these um, activities that are going out going going on throughout the four days to add to that we also have family uh, children activities that will be going on um, every day so we have uh a small team of, of our volunteers, because we are volunteer-run, um, who will be having different activities each day. We're excited that Lazaro Arvisu will be offering activities all day on Saturday, but we also have everyday things that will be available. Um, the focus is definitely on the arbor, but we realize that families with children might need to take some time away and get a little time out and recenter. So we're providing that as well. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to mention we're, we're really, really excited about the youth involvement this year. We just finished up um, a multiple day workshop for our youth to create ribbon skirts and ribbon shirts in preparation for the ceremony. And so we're excited to see a large group of students from Sherman Indian High School, as well as a, a group of students from UAII's clubhouse that will come, be coming out on the Sunday. And so we're just really excited to see all of the youth and families create new memories mm. and remember, remember those grounds as a place where it's safe, where they'll be laughing and like listening to songs, watching you know, special ceremonial dances and just laughing and and feeling good. George, did you want to add something else? We want to thank our partner, uh, Angels Gate Cultural Center, who's been very supportive and allowing us access to to these these spaces and being able to have hold ceremony there and have have a fire there. So, uh, you know, the people coming together, we all all need that. We all need the, the spirit of fellowship and seeing relatives and uh, be, being able to share space and food and ceremony. So uh, I think it's very, it's going to be a healing ceremony in, in all of those aspects and, and bringing, bringing the people together. And for the 16th Many Winters Gathering of Elders being held October 6th through October 9th of 2022 at Angels Gate Cultural Center at Chowinga or San Pedro, California, is there any uh, information you'd like to provide for our listeners here on American Indian Airwaves regarding the organizing committee, the Many Winters Gathering of Elders or social media information? Yes, so people can find out all of the information on our link tree. And so it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash M-W-G-O-E. And the links for everything, our Facebook, our Instagram, our website, which is M-W-G-O-E dot 
org. All of those um, those links are available on the link tree, so if they can check that out and hopefully um, find their way to the gathering that way. George, you had something else to share with our listeners? Yeah, <clears throat> I just wanted to um, add that one of the local um, artists, Native artist Joe Galarza, mm. who was actually uh, a part of the first generation of gatherings in the 90s, He's an, uh, an artist, and he's adding to a mural that we have on the grounds there. Mm. And he's adding an honoring um, an elder, Tongva elder, who passed on, who was very supportive and attended the gathering, uh, Julia Bogany. Mm. So he's adding um, a piece, piece uh, of her on the mural. So he's going to be working on that uh, during the weekend. So we invite people to check out his artwork and, and the mural that he's going to be painting uh, during the weekend. And that was Stephanie Saley and George Funmaker of the organizing committee for this year's 16th Many Winters Gathering of Elders, an indigenous community gathering open to the public being held October 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2022 within the traditional territories of the Tongva Gabrino peoples. The location is... For the community gathering is Angels Gate Cultural Center, 3601 South Gaffey Street, San Pedro, California. And you're listening to American Indian Airwaves. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. All for You by Aragon Star here on American Indian Airwaves. 
And we want to remind listeners that KPFK is presently in Fund Drive, and we want to encourage our listeners and new listeners uh, here on uh, KPFK FM 90.7 or listening to our podcast to support uh, KPFK at kpfk.org. If you appreciate the work that we do here on American Indian Airwaves and bringing marginalized indigenous grassroots voices to the front lines of the program here if you appreciate that work and the diversity and range of voices and how we contribute to the diversity and spectrum of issues covered uh, on the FM dial and in the podcasting realm and if you appreciate just the diversity of indigenous voices we ask that you support the station and there are many different ways that you can pledge and support the station one you can visit the kpfk.org website and click on the pledge widget and from there you can select from several premium items that range anywhere from depending on your budget and what you can contribute to uh, picking up uh, a classic kpfk red and white logo t-shirt of various sizes for fifty dollars there are documentaries that you can pick up as well, including When Abortion Was Illegal. That's a $100 DVD thank you item. Or you can simply pledge a dollar amount of your choice in whatever do- dollar denomination that you can contribute when you click on the KPFK wedge icon. You can also call the station if you're not online, by, and you can call 818 818- 985-5735 or 818-985-KPFK and select an uh, thank you item for a dollar denomination that's listed on the kpfk.org website. Marcus? Larry, we're in a special time now and, and these gifts are important and it's like a thank you gift if you pledge here on KPFK signal, which is a vast signal, Larry, point conception to the Mexican border and on the internet and what you said, Larry, all the other devices that people can plug into. But the important thing is, Larry, is that nobody listens to what Native people are saying. Very few people, and a lot of the publications out there, very few people, other than Native people, sometimes key in to read those publications, American Indian Airways has been instrumental into broadcasting a lot of the native peoples, indigenous peoples that are on the front lines in the hemisphere. And it's difficulty for us to get those individuals, number one, phone lines or net lines, the digital divide, and the leaders themselves are not so polished in order to explain the situation. But should we get them, we edit them, and it's a lot of work, and we air them on one of the largest broadcasts in the West Coast. The Pacifica Network is in dire straits. KPFK is in dire straits. It's an amber alert, folks. And that we know that it's no secret, Larry and to other people out there, that the right wing and the fascist group are organizing, and they have monies available in order to, when they consolidated the radio base and TV base and the Christian base in order to reach their particular constituents, whether it be the American working class and segments of that, that blame 
capitalism, but they turn it around, Larry, and they start blaming people of color. They start blaming un the unemployed. They start blaming the homeless people. They start blaming victims of the COVID. They start blaming even indigenous people and taking away money and social service for their lifestyle or globalization, which is part of the particular equation and climate change. And like we've seen before, Larry, really looking at saying it's only an hypothesis rather than fact about climate change, vis-a-vis -vis the hurricanes, earthquakes, so on and so forth, you know. And so, Larry, we're up against the wall. And people need to realize that American Indian people, whether it be in California, our surrounding region, the Southwest, the whole United States and Canada, Mexico, and we reported the Zapatistas. We reported what's going on in Tar Sands. We reported what's going on in the East and West Coast as best we can, the Gulf of Mexico. And this is not will not be evident, or we could not have that possible by the station of KPFK. They have their problems, money problems, for whatever reason. And we ask the people, go to the website, like you said, Larry, and we're not talking about you know, have fancy gifts. We cannot even provide you with certain premiums that we want to because we're in debt, because we can't financially. We're asking you, our listeners, a broad array of listeners, indigenous, non-indigenous, our brothers and sisters out there, whether it be in the casino crowd, the tribal crowd, whether it be non-reservation people, Los Angeles, the greatest concentration of Native people in the whole North America. We can see that that's our listeners' base. And it's you that we depend on. It's you that we try to put together in American Indian Airway shows that best reflect the online struggle of Native people. Do we do a, uh, a job that is total? No. Do we do... Uh, a job that maybe is perfect? No. Well, we do the best we can under conditions. It's all volunteer work, and we're asking you to please hear this message, help KPFK, and if you like the American Indian Airways, say what it says. Go to buy a bag. Purchase, purchase something. Go out of your comfort zone. Your organization, whether it be a church group, a social group, whether a political group, or whatever, get these particular premiums, get these thank you gifts, if you will, in order to support a station that really is a reflection of the working class that is dire need. Just like KPFK is a dire need, Amber Alert is financial responsibilities, so too is many other sectors of the American working class is dire need of gaining information so they can combat those forces that are against it, materially, financially, socially, spiritually against them, trying to divide, divide people because they're color and kind, and not to unite people like we try to do, unite Native American people, unite American working class in different forms to give them understanding that it's not your brother and sister lives across the block, across the city, across the region or around the world that that's the problem but that the system we live under is a particular system that we have to understand to unglue 
and to realize the vision, what like the Zapatistas and many of our elders are saying, to that vision to make a world and where all can fit, all can live, all can prosper, the thrivability of what we're trying to do within different cultural framework and all the different ceremonies that Native people are producing at this point in time to pray for our well-being of our families, Larry. That is the background of our asking for our listeners for a little bit of money that they can provide an organization, and especially for Los Angeles that is scattered, and we just reported the Elders Gathering. The Elders Gathering is the tip of the iceberg. We're talking about many of the ceremonies that you're not even going to witness that are praying for the well-being and for the establishment of a vision so people can live together in peace and harmony. Larry, this is the basis of American Indian Airways. And I want to just put that, this out there, the basis of the beginning of the KPFK, the Pacifica Network, with all its tribes tribulations, all the politics, internal politics, outside politics, and all that political maneuvers that people do, very selfishly people do, but at the same time, the bottom line is to have programs, like we have terrific programs here on KPFK, that will be ashamed to lose it. We want people to go to the website, kpfk.org, and say what you said, Larry. The important thing to reach out beyond your comfort zone and like this, my dear friend, Corey Dubin, of Hirsch Dubin, put your money with your ears, Larry. Thank you, Marcus. That's so true. And we want to remind listeners the different ways that they can help out. Um, again, you can call 818-985-5735 or 818-985-KPFK, or you can visit the kpfk.org website and click on the pledge wid- widget, which is clearly visible uh, when you log on to the website. And you can do several things um, as a way to help out. Um, you can pick up a, a t-shirt, a mug. Um, those are $50 thank you items, uh, if you will. Uh, there's DVDs available, such as the one I mentioned earlier, right? Uh, when abortion was illegal, that's a $100 thank you item or premium item. Um, and there are other books and other uh, uh, options of uh, things that you can pick up for a certain dollar uh, amount as a way to say thank you. Uh, Marcus, you hit it on the nose when you said, you know, we're all volunteers. Uh, The work that you and I and others uh, continue to do here on American Indian Airwaves has all been part of our community service, right? This is, we do what we can in bringing you the content that we bring on a weekly basis. And that includes all the other programmers here on KPFK. Uh, They too are volunteer programmers and they bring with the listeners a wide variety of different voices covering a wide variety of different issues. And you mentioned KPFK having the largest uh, or the most powerful, you know, FM uh, radio transmitter transmitter west of the Mississippi. But even in the podcasting realm, um, there's not a whole lot of indigenous programs there. And so the work that we do and the voices that we try to uh, bring and uplift is crucial just in the mediascape in of itself. And that's why we're asking 
all of you listeners, allies, indigenous and non-indigenous peoples, regardless of your age or your economic status, is to be generous in helping support KPFK and the work that we do here on American Indian Airwaves. And Marcus, we want to take a short break and come back and hear from California Indigenous peoples' experiences and participations with the last many winters gathering of elders and their families' history and the legacy and contributions they continue making at this important gathering held annually at Chawanga or San Pedro, California at Angels Gate segment of our program today on American Indian Airwaves, we hear from Louis Robles and Sarah Moreno, who served on the organizing committee for the 2019 Many Winters Gathering of Elders held at Chuanga in San Pedro, California. This is excerpts from that interview regarding the significance and importance of the annual gathering, how it was started, and their families and their contributions to the Many Winters Gathering of Elders. This community and cultural event was started by Indigenous peoples in Los Angeles on October 12th of 1992 in opposition to the quincentennial celebrations of Columbus Day and to reclaim traditional spaces and to dismantle the myth of manifest destiny and to heal from historical and intergenerational trauma. The Many Winters Gathering of Elders Committee, in partnership with Angels Gate Cultural Center in San Pedro, California, are the organizers and located on traditional Tongva territories, the Many Winters Gathering of Elders plays a vital role in the Los Angeles Native community's healing with the participation and support of the original peoples of the land. The gathering will host and welcome indigenous elders from across Turtle Island to share oral traditions, teachings, and medicine. 
Over the course of four days, speakers gather and share around fire under a traditional arbor. The vision of the gathering is to host a sacred space in an urban setting for people to come together with the intention to learn, pray, support Indigenous and non-Indigenous communities and to inspire a healthier future for Native people. The event is free and open to the public, and I have the honor and pleasure to speak with two of the many winters gathering of elders committee members, Louis Robles from the Hachiman Nation and Sarah Moreno from the Chumash and Tonawatam Nations. And now, Louis Robles and Sarah Moreno here on American Indian Airwaves. Louis and Sarah, you are kind enough to share a song for our listeners that they just heard. And I was wondering if you could share with us again what the song is and what it's about. Oh, Miyuyan Mataksam. Well, that song was the uh, Tongva ancestor song. And the words are simple. And Neshun in Tongva means heart. And the words are uh, ancestors hear me listen to my heart. And Mm -hmm. So we sang the ancestor song, and you heard us accompanying it on uh, two native California instruments, a gourd rattle and a elderberry clapping stick. And uh, that ties in uh, because, you know, all of our songs, our stories, all of our history come from our ancestors. We learn about our ancestors through, through our elders. Our, mm-hmm. our stories are passed on to us through, through our elders. Thank you for sharing that. And for th- this year is the 15th Many Winters Gathering of Elders. And I was wondering if both of you, maybe we'll start with uh, Sarah and then come to you, Louie, and talking about your roles uh, with this year's uh, Gathering of Elders and what's so significant about this year's gathering. Haku haku, salakoyo kakti. My name's Sarah. I have been involved with the Many Winters Gathering of Elders um, since I was in the womb, and my my family came to the, the first ones um, back in 1992, and this year, it started up back again in 2016, I believe, and I was a volunteer that year, and then I was a volunteer the next year, and then I was a volunteer the next year. Is this the fourth one? It's the third one. Okay, so it started in 2017. I, I was volunteering and then um, and now uh, I'm part of the committee, like the core committee. I was asked to be a part of that committee by Stephanie, who's um, Sally. So um, and she's the chair. Yeah, so I was, it was I was really honored to be asked by Stephanie to be part of it. Um, and I think she's coming at this year with a very uh, grounded approach in meaning like land based. Um, so she's coming looking for um, indigenous California natives. And I'm Shumash. Um, my ancestors are Shumash. Um, I'm also Tonoatham, but I'm I identify as Shumash because it's close to me land wise. So I was really honored to be asked to be part of the the committee and to bring a a California Indian perspective and um, to be involved in that way. So I was really excited. Thank you, Sarah. And Louis? Uh, Yeah, I'll just uh, give uh, some of the brief history of of our gathering. And as mentioned, this is the 15th Mini Winters Gathering of Elders. It's held at the Angels Gate Cultural Center in San Pedro. Beautiful site up on a bluff overlooking the ocean uh, right near a a huge uh, Tongva village site. And... uh, you know, the San Pedro area is very historic. Um, 1542, when uh, Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo came through, he saw all of these native fires all along the coast coming from the villages. And uh, he named the area the um, 
Bahia de Fumes, but the Bay of Smokes, but it was already well established with Tongva. And the, um, the history of this gathering, uh, it goes back to 1992, which was the 500th uh, year that uh, Columbus got lost and came through to <laughs> America. And uh, as, a, as a reaction to that 500 years, a gentleman by the name of John Funmaker, uh, he had a dream and he saw a sacred fire and around the fire he saw elders uh, and they, they were sharing uh, their stories and, and they were teaching uh, the people and uh, he so that he used that as a vision and he he was in charge of a organization a nonprofit it was called the iron circle nation and uh, this this worked with native um, inmates who were uh, on their way to recovery while they were re-entering society uh, there were also gentlemen that were recovering from substance abuse and so he saw this as a way of starting this gathering where they could uh, heal through ceremony and reconnect with their with their cultural side and their traditions and so he saw he saw this vision of bringing together elders from all across the country to, and to just uh, share their wisdom and just uh, share their songs and and just uh, spend time together and so from that just that simple dream this has grown into this gathering is attended by hundreds of people over the weekend it's a four-day event and uh, it ran off and on uh, for about 12 years and then it it took a break and uh, one of the visions of it was that there become a indigenous people's day that was talked about then and so now we have that happening and in 2016 when standing rock was was happening and uh, that started as an inspiration for John Funmaker's son George to uh, bring this event back he saw the need he saw the need for people to hear the elder stories and their teachings and so he um, started uh, to the conversation to bring this back so starting in 2016 the gathering again began and my parents were very involved in the first gatherings. Uh, at the time I was in my 20s, I was around, I still lived at home, um, and I remember my my parents hosted about 12 uh, elders, uh, Navajo elders, you know. Um, I remember my mom saying, are you going to be home? Because I need your room. For, I can fit like four Navajos in there. So uh, so we hosted a Navajos, um, and uh, and my parents were very, very involved in those those gatherings, and I have great memories of going. And then I saw that it was starting up again, and uh, you know, both my parents have gone to the stars. And so in their memory, I said, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to that event and see what's going on. And so I went and I saw people I knew and reconnected. And uh, I, I did notice that they brought in these wonderful elders from um, all across the country, uh, from Oklahoma. There's wonderful people from Arizona, from up north. And they did have California people. But I talked to the organizers and I said, you know, we have a great wealth of knowledge right here in our area. We have wonderful Tongva elders. We have the, um, my tribe, the Wananyua Hashemem of Orange County. We have elders that know stories and songs. And we need to, I said, I'd like to see you really um, focus on, on California people. And they were so open to it. And they said, all right, who do we talk to? Why don't you be on the core committee and help us? And so for the past year, I've been on the core committee and and helping um, just to facilitate some of these connections and bring in people that my family know. And um, we're looking really forward to four beautiful days of of um, stories and songs. And and uh, we'll have singers. We have different dancing groups. We'll have speakers and 
Uh, there might be a few vendors, I believe. Uh, but but we encourage anyone that would would like to come and and hear these stories and spend time with the elders any any of those four days. And that was Louis Robles serving on the organizing committee of the 2019 Many Winters Gathering of Elders here on American Indian Airwaves. And I want to remind listeners that uh, KPFK is currently in Fund Drive, and we are asking all of you, our present listeners, past listeners, those of you that are streaming and podcasting to help if you like what we bring to you, the listeners, on a weekly basis here on American Indian Airwaves. And if you like what all the volunteer programmers on KPFK bring to listeners, we're asking that you support us in this time of need, and there are different ways to financially support the station. Uh, you can visit the kpfk.org website. Again, click on the pledge widget. There are several ways to help. You can simply donate a dollar amount of your choice. You can become a monthly Sustainer Circle member by agreeing to donate a monthly dollar amount on a regular basis. Or there are several thank you items or premium items that you can select from. Uh, For those of you that maybe are strapped a little for for cash and you don't have $100 to donate or you don't have $200 or $300 or uh, $500 to donate, you can pick up a KPFK t-shirt or a KPFK mug for as little as uh, for $50. Or you can pick up, say, for example, a DVD, uh, When Abortion Was Illegal. It's a $100 thank you item. Um, And there are other options options to or choices to select from as a way to say thank you and helping support KPFK and the work we do here on American Indian Airwaves and as we mentioned earlier that Marcus you mentioned you know the right wing and the different laws and regulations and certainly uh, you know with not to be overly technical but with the Telecommunications Act of 1996 and the FCC changing some of the media ownership rules that there are fewer and fewer public affairs educational radio stations you know, on the FM dial and KPFK has that legacy of existing and bringing marginalized voices and tackling the tough issues of civil rights abuses and human rights abuses, both within the politically defined borders of the United States, but also internationally throughout uh, Turtle Island or Mother Earth. And as you so succinctly said earlier, you know, that we help bring marginalized indigenous voices throughout the Western Hemisphere to our show here on American Indian Airwaves. We're on just one hour a week. We are an all-volunteer collective, and we do the best that we can uh, within that one-hour time frame. But it's so important because the voices we do bring to the airwaves are the marginalized voices, the voices you can't hear in the American mass media landscape, the voices you can't hear on, uh, say, NPR, National Public Radio, or some other uh, public media station. And so if you appreciate the work that we do, you appreciate KPFK, help support us, go to the website, kpfk.org, click on the pledge widget, donate a dollar amount of your choice, or become a KPFK monthly sustainer 
member by agreeing to donate a dollar amount per, of your choice per month. Pick up a, a KBFK t-shirt for $50 or the mug for $50. Pick up a DVD such as the DVD uh, when abortion was illegal for $100 or pick up a book uh, that you can select from on the KPFK website for a specific dollar amount. Again, kpfk.org or call 818-985-5735, kpfk.org. Um, Marcus? Yeah, Larry, we'd like to first of all thank all the listeners um, for their contributions and listening to the American Airways. Uh, not too long time ago, Larry, in Sherman High School, that uh, teacher and his students listened to our show, American Indian Airways. And there's many people out there, American Indian people, listen to our show. We might not get feedback because of the fact that a lot of the digital divide and also a lot of communications, Native people are just came out of COVID or is coming out of COVID. And many deaths in our community. We want to acknowledge all the different people that have passed away. And that whether it be the elders gathering or a lot of elders we don't have. And a lot of the families that are in Los Angeles don't participate, participate within that. But yet those families around L.A., Southern California, and those elders that represent a lot of people in Southern California, you don't hear the voice. The important thing is, is that we air many of those people. And what you always state, especially when you start interviewing people, Larry, is that the non-human, non-anthropomorphic approach that we have. That's a big word, folks, for saying non-human and our other relatives, our family, whether it be the buffalo, when we talk about the buffalo field campaign, whether it be the ocean, the dolphins, the whales, the, the animals, you know, the indigenous species, and with the last orange guy trying to eliminate those protection of those species and many of those individuals, those fascist individuals and Republicans are out there trying to not address the question of climate change. And we can see that there's a really heavy overlap of ideology of the national regeneration, national race, purity, and the mystic of heroism that characterizes new 21st century fascism, Larry, that is an offshoot from the 20th century fascism. And it's violently toxic mix of reaction, reactionary nationalism and racism. This is what we're against. This is what's happening culturally, in music, and written word, and the media word. They have control, even, you know, whether it be Fox, CNN, and you name it, the commercial radio stations, they don't mention American Indian desires and approaches, nor even the regular working class desires. And, and so this racism offers workers from the, from the dominant racial ethnic group and imaginary solution of the real problems and the real irony of the situation, the recognition of the existence of suffering, oppression that we're experiencing. And this is why you might not want to hear it, or maybe it's not on CNN or Fox. They use it in order to divide people. But we use it in order to say what's going on in our neighborhoods, what's going on in housing, what's going on in the medical profession, what's going on in big pharma. What's going on in territory? What's going on with the water? What's going on with the air? What's going on with the very lives of bringing our families up? And our program in KPFK talks about many of those things. This is what we're talking about. We're not talking about niceties or always nice to be Indian and we have them a little gathering and 
they can pray whatever they want to do, which is important too. But we're talking about the economic and cultural and social conditions that we're facing up to this point. Amber Alert for KPFK means we're striving to fix our financial situation. Your call, your contribution, whether it be a gift or just outright give the money as a donation to a station that represents a voices within Afro-American community, Filipino community, the, the Polynesian community, the, 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 the uh, communities of color, whether it be you choose it, nobody reports about it. The only way we get reported is the fact that it's a killing or some type of criminal behavior. Never what, what families and what communities neighborhoods are doing in order to solve their own problems and help one another with COVID testified to. And that still, this new stereotype, Larry, of Indian and saying that all oh, rural rich were casinos is a fan is a fantasy. Sure, that's not a panacea, but yet I'm I'm glad that they're doing that because we were so downtrodden all these years since and to find the compensation decision open that up. But that's not a solution because other people, other native people are poor. Other native people are very naked. Other native people and we have their stories about that. We report the stories, not just who won you know, a particular contest or what you feel, but yet the hard daily facts are our lives and how we have to pull ourselves up as Native people in order to talk about, in order to train younger people, like you said, Larry, in order to build a vision of KPFK. If you don't like it, change it. Your suggestions, American Indian Airways, your contribution, even joining us, for making a better American, you know, it's about how to solve our problems, how to create a vision that we call live one another. And I doubt if many groups, when they get together, they talk about that, but that's what needs to be, that's what's on the table. Just like a lot of the friends of mine, associates of mine, we have to be on the table to talk about things rather than be below the table to pick up the scraps. And the whole point of the discussion about fundraising and discussion about this radio station as there are dire need and the story, your contribution. If you like our program, if you like the different programs from KPFK, there's some wonderful programs over here. Just tune into it. And some of the programs can be better. Who know, who's to say? Even American Indian Airways, come participate. And the one way to participate is to join American Indian Airways to contribute to the stories of what's going on in your community, what's going on in your nation, what's going on in your building a future in order to express our next generation. That's what the struggle is about. That's what these fascists are, can't talk about because all they blame one another and saying that all oh, the native people or people of color or this group or that group, one religion, that religion, and that hand in hand they could help the militarization of the economy and use the military industrial complex to their benefit and not to the peace and the well-being of our communities to not to send our women and children, our boys and girls, to fight their wars. That's what we're talking about, Ari. That's what we're talking about in order to KPFK, in order to keep it alive. That vision of people that want to contribute to keep it alive, bring this, bring together and talk about the peace, activity, the tranquility, and the well-being of society, Ari. That's what we want to contribute to. And so true that we have different 
a lot of the people within the paid staff are not being paid anymore. Let's bring it up, change that. Let's change the, the situation where, change the mode of behavior within the station, change this programming in order so we can facilitate working together and working not just one station, but share programming throughout in order to work together as indigenous people to give that indigenous knowledge to the rest of the of United States and of the hemisphere in order to, to open up the discussion to our communities in order to give a vision. Larry, that's the important thing. Put your money what your ear is. Put your money and invest it in KPFK. Larry, it's so important nowadays because that, uh, that Amber Alert is we're so desperate need of your money. I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating it. This is what the American Indian Airways will be sad if we have to go off the air along with the other programs, the wonderful program at KPFK, and the new leaderships coming up talking about that vision, talking about what we need to change. Change is good. You know, Bill Scott Hyron talks about change is coming. Way a long time ago, Larry, now it's about time. Change is here. Let's make the change by your contribution. The moment of silence is over. And that concludes our show for today here on American Indian Airwaves. You can support the work that KPFK does by visiting the kpfk.org website and clicking on the KPFK pledge widget and donating a dollar amount of your choice or become a KPFK monthly Sustainer Circle member by donating a dollar amount on a regular basis or select from several of the thank you premium items for a certain dollar amount. Our special thank you to our guests for the entire hour, Stephanie Mushruck, George Funmaker, and Louis Robles. A special thank you to our musical guests, Aragon Star, Koopa Aina, and the band Blackfire. American Indian Airwaves is mixed and mastered in the studio of Burnt Swamp Studios in Signal Hill, California. For Marcus Lopez, I've been your host for the hour, Larry Smith. Until next time. Can't justify why your freedom manifests on their graves. And the blood never comes clean from the guilty minds, nor the hands that hold the chains. Silence is over.